Coffee Conversations with Sinti is brought to you by influencer marketing specialists, The Salt, inspiring positive brand conversations. The insurance industry is plagued with negative sentiment. Firstly, insurance in general is a grudge purchase, leaving consumers feeling dejected at the end of the month. Secondly, the public is consistently quick to rant about poor service, something the insurance sector is no stranger to. How true is it that we will take 15 minutes to complain about a product or service, but won't take one minute to compliment great service? The social media feeds of brands in the service sector are often used as platforms to voice negative opinions. Introducing influencer marketing, using influencers and existing consumers who've had positive brand experiences to share these experiences within their communities. These conversations and user-generated content can be used to create positive brand sentiment that cuts through the negative clutter. Today we'll be chatting to Budget Insurance, unpacking their views on this ever-expanding channel after utilizing influencer marketing extensively. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic edition of Coffee Conversations with Sinti. Today I'm at the branch offices for Budget Insurance and I'm joined by Susan Stewart. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about yourself first? Sure. Um, I've been in financial services for over 10 years now. Right. Um, I worked in Australia for six years. Um, so yeah, I've got an international and local experience now within financial services. Okay. I'm going to put a pin on that because I think that's a very important insight. Uh, who is Budget Insurance? Budget Insurance is um, a company that believes that all South Africans should be insured. And if you look at the latest AA stats, um, 65% of people on the roads driving around are uninsured, and that's a problem. 65%? 65% of cars on the road. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Uh, when you talk insurance, I, in my head I see all of those perceptual gaps and uh, a trust deficit. How has influencer marketing been able to plug those? Because every time you speak insurance, somebody's running for the deals. Yeah. yeah. I think um, influencer marketing is, is authentic. It's not coming from the company, um, often it's unscripted. Yes. It's just the or the, the person that's that's doing it is it's their experience with the brand, their beliefs. They're speaking to their circles, whether it's family or friends. It's, it's authentic and it's not advertising that you can buy. And then, and how long have you been using this tool? Um, for the past four, five, maybe even six years now. Okay. And and why have you? made it an integral part of your, your, your marketing strategy? Well, I think it, it needs to be part of part of the mix. Um, you know, like you said, trust is definitely a factor with insurance in general. Yeah. Um, and if people can talk about the need for insurance or their experience with insurance companies, right. um, it's not coming from a company that's paid, it's just the person's own experience. So the conversation is peer-to-peer -peer and it comes from a, a trusted source? Mm, uh, because I, I think the, the biggest problem is there's a lot of negative perceptions and and the brand narrative is wrong in the market. So is influencer marketing able to counter that through people that are already using it on a daily basis? I think so. Or think using your products, that is. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it depends, you know, like I said, because it's unscripted, you don't know what that person's going to say. But yes. if it's raw, it's um, truthful, authentic, you, yeah, it's not something that you can get through a page. 
Okay, and and the use of celebrities to to endorse products versus the use of influencer marketing. What's your take on that? Well, I think um, using celebrities, obviously they're paid, yeah. and they might be paid to say certain things. They might not even be customers of the brand. Yeah, and I think yeah, because they, they, there's no way Tiger Woods drives a Buick or a Mazda, is there? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the status is at the moment, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's you can. I think customers are starting, and people are starting to see through that paid ambassador type um, approach with celebrities. It's yeah. everyday, real people, like you said, the peer to peers. People are going to Facebook forums to to Google to answer questions, and it's those public forums that people are looking for information on. It's not what you know the greatest newest celebrity is. Alright, you, you've obviously done a number of campaigns, um, influencer marketing campaigns. I'd like to know, are you using this tool uh, end to end? So from the beginning of the purchase journey from consideration all the way to purchase all these particular spaces that you're using this tool? Um, I think for us it's more about the beginning part of the funnel. So in right. terms of, of doing a presence job okay. um, and generating awareness, but also consideration. So yeah. if you know that you need insurance and and now speaking to this this influencer, potentially you're actually going to consider budget insurance. Yeah. Um, whereas previously it wouldn't have been in your consideration set. That's that's kind of yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the the pathway to consumer purchase is very complex and, and, and costly. And I should figure your target market is tech savvy and spends a lot of time online. So their experiences then become social proof and. Mm -hmm. and product you said is really about can this deliver the value that I'm looking for? How important is user-generated content to drive that positive brand sentiment? Well, I think it's one of, one of the main reasons that you that you go with an influencer strategy is all that positive um, content. Yeah. Like I said before, it's authentic. Um, yeah. You know, it's... it's, it's, it's it, it doesn't look like uh, this guy is a puppet on the street. It's authentic. Right. Yeah, and even the typos. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real. Um, we're not going in, we're not yeah. eating it, we're not telling people what to say. What to say, yeah. And uh, do you feel word of mouth influence or marketing for a brand in the financial sector works? Well, I think it depends on what you define as works. Yeah. Um, it's part of the mix for us. Mm -hmm. we and it drives your, 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 your brand objective at the end of the day? Um, some of them definitely. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Um, what, what do you think is next for influencer marketing? Well, I suppose we, we had asked you guys that. Um, <laughs> what is the next thing? How from do you take it to the next? From a user perspective, that is. I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean. Okay. And, and the power of the people. Because I think what has happened now is brands have sort of like given the narrative to, to, to the market. Does that scale you when you have to give your brand direction to somebody that's not budget insurance, just that scale. No, I think it's actually the opposite. I think um, people are now giving the narrative to brands, okay. and that's more scary. It's not in our hands anymore. It's not um, we broadcast the message, and that's how it is. It's you know peer to peers are saying yeah. um, what the narrative of brands is, and it's it's more truthful. Um, it can be scary for a brand. All right, uh, and then in terms of your future usage of influencer marketing as a channel and as part of the marketing mix. Um, where are you taking it? Are you putting more budget into it or are you taking budget away from it? I think you just reworded the previous question on the future of it. Um, I think 
Yeah, I think we're always open to looking at the trends and, and where it's headed. Yeah. Um, I do think that the mass media, mass broadcasting is is dying in a sense. I think it will yeah. always be the support, but I think we need to look at new ways of of doing things, and yeah. this is definitely one of them. And it's something that we are investing in ongoing. Like we said, the last five six years we've been doing this. Yeah. Don't yeah. intend to to stop. But I do think that you need to mix up the way that you do it. You can't keep doing the same thing. Yeah, for the markets are very dynamic, the consumer themselves are very dynamic as well. And then just to take you a little bit back, in, in terms of the influencer marketing process, I think it's a painstaking exercise to identify influencers, to track. So how are you making sure that you're partnering with the right influencer marketing agency? Well, we um, rely very heavily on our agency um, to right. do that for us. The, the one criteria is that they have to be a budget insurance customer. Right. Um, again, you cannot speak about a brand if you're not actually insured with them. Or exactly. if you're previously insured with them, um, that, that could be an option as well. But I just think you can't speak about something that you don't know yeah. about. Uh, and that's, that's the biggest thing for us. And that's, that's where paying celebrities come in is they don't necessarily need to use the product or the service, they can speak about it. Yeah. These guys are current users of the product. Thank you so much, Susan, for joining me this afternoon, and I, I hope to see you next time, and all the best with your, your brand. Great, thanks so much.